Welcome to Mommy Diary, the podcast. I'm your host, Angela Kim. I'm a creative, lifestyle blogger, and mom of four. This podcast is all about honest stories of motherhood and real conversations with real mothers just like you. Unlike my Instagram account, not everything will be beautiful. I promise to be vulnerable and share stories of all the struggles and the incredible moments we all share as women and mothers. So do me a favor and screenshot this episode, add it to your IG stories, then tag me at Mommy Diary. I'd love to feature you on my Insta stories. We're all in this together, mamas. Let's dive into the show. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Mommy Diary, the podcast. So last week, I was listening to an episode that I recorded earlier that week. And I don't get to do this every week just because, you know, lack of time. And I have to edit and, you know, plan, you know, the rest of my posts and videos and Instagram posts or whatever I have to do. That's like part of my, you know, everyday work. So sometimes once my podcast is out, I just record it. I don't really have time to go back and I don't always get to listen to it again. Last week, I had a chance to listen to it, and then I realized I make a lot of mistakes on here. Sometimes I will like misspeak certain things. I might like use a word that's not the right word. And you know, when you're speaking, you don't realize how many mistakes you make when you're talking until you listen to yourself after the fact. And that's the hardest part for me about having this podcast is that I have a very, um, a perfectionist tendency. I don't know if I was born with it or if it's something that's nurtured. I really have no idea, but I like things to be right. And this is possible. When you have a blog post, you can always go back and edit. Instagram post, you can always go back and edit. If it's a video post, I can always edit until I'm satisfied. But when it comes to the podcast, I can't do that. Once it's out there, it's out there. All the mistakes and everything. And that's really hard for me to get over. So I spoke to my podcast manager, who's amazing, by the way. And I asked her, you know, like, do you catch that? Do you hear this? And I I don't know if she does, but she did reassure me that, you know, podcast is meant to just be conversational. It's meant to be casual. And I'm really just, you know, trusting her word for us. So if you ever hear like mistakes on here, if I like say the wrong thing, sometimes I like mix up my words or whatever it is. I can't even think of an example, but I I do that. And if you ever hear that, just please know it's because, you know, I make a lot of mistakes when I'm talking and I might say something that I don't mean. It just comes out the wrong way. I just don't have time to go back and edit those parts out. And when I do, the entire episode sounds very almost forced because, you know, Every week, this is just meant to be a casual, conversational, very natural conversation, dialogue with you guys. So I hope you guys consider that and just know that, you know, if you ever catch a mistake, then please look at it with grace and just know that it's a mistake and I I get it. I see it. I catch it afterwards. But, you know, this is something that I have to let go. That's just the nature of having a podcast. So I just wanted to get it out there before I start today's episode. So, yeah. Hi. Another week went by. Another manic week. It's just been really, really tough. And I know I say this so much, but it's so hard, guys, because we are 
doing everything, and I don't know how many of you, your kids are in school, but virtual learning is difficult, you know, depending on the child's age. Not all kids are fully independent, and I hear from moms who have to like literally sit there every day for three to four hours while their child is learning virtually. And, you know, even childcare, you know, when you have little ones, what do you do? Do you send them to daycare? Do you keep them at home? If so, like, what do you do if you're working? You know, I know there are a lot of moms who have to take a leave or even quit their jobs or some are getting laid off in this really, you know, difficult economic season. And it's just a really like just a time of transition for a lot of us. And I know I speak about this a lot, but if you're out there struggling and just getting through the day, day by day, one day at a time, and if you're not feeling, you know, your best, if you feel like you're barely surviving, just please know that you're not alone. We're all in this together. So today I want to talk to you guys about the value of networking for women, not only with your careers, but just your well-being, just your life in general, because I did not know the value of networking. I actually didn't like the word networking because networking sounds fake. You know, friendship sounds genuine. Networking sounds forced. Like it's just for work. And when I say networking, I don't mean like meeting people because you want to get something out of them or because there's something you have to learn or picking someone's brain, you know, for free because you, you know, friend them for whatever reason. You know what I mean? Like there are people who kind of view networking and I was one of them as like something you do for opportunity. That's not what I mean. When I say networking, I mean like really looking for your tribe, you know, getting together with other like-minded women and finding friendship in these relationships that are based on not only personal, but professional level. So to recap, I briefly discussed this over the years on my Instagram and on my blog, but I went to my very first summit. It's called Mom 2.0. This year, it was held virtually. It ended last week. I believe the next next Mom 2.0 will happen next year in May, I believe, in Miami. Not, It's not officially announced yet, so that can change. But what Mom 2.0 did for me was so much. It was way beyond just networking. So I wanted to share with you my experience and to highly recommend that you guys focus on networking as you grow in your careers and your personal life and even as a mom. So first, I believe networking is so important because it gets us out of our comfort zones. When you're a mom and you are a mom of young children, you know, most likely you've been isolated from the society for some time. And regardless of your degree or, you know, your salary or what an awesome businesswoman you were, when you become a mom, it kind of all breaks down, you know, and you start really doubting yourself again, or at least I did. And I know that after speaking to other women, many women can relate to this. And we tend to get very comfortable 
in our homes with our husbands and with our children. And it's hard not to get safe in our comfort zones because, you know, your children, they're our people, right? Our husband too. Well, most of the time, I'm hoping they are. But yeah, no matter how rocky your marriage is, you know, you still feel comfort in the fact that you're in your own home. And I think during motherhood, this can often work against us because we forget that we have goals and dreams and lives and capabilities outside of motherhood. And it's really easy to get trapped in this and the day-to-day grind of motherhood. So when you go to these summits or these networking, these conferences, for the first time, you know, for me, it was like that. You get to see who you are as a mom, but also as a working mom or as a mom who is starting something new. And that alone can be very empowering. Just the fact that you got yourself outside of the house away from your family, and you're actually doing something on your own. Whether you're making money or not, doesn't matter. Just the fact that you did that, just the fact that you're doing something that scares you, just the fact that you're being brave and getting outside of your comfort zone and, you know, going to a place that may make you uncomfortable and give you anxiety like it did for me, that alone can be so empowering. And most likely it's going to get you to your next step. So every time we do something that is outside of our comfort zone, right before we're about to do something, you know, life-changing and transformative, anxiety always comes. And I think this is something that's pretty common and you're going to feel a lot of like pushback, even just with your, so you're going to have so many, like 10 million reasons why you shouldn't go to this conference. It could be money. It can be your husband. It can be, oh, lack of childcare, or it could just be excuses that you're giving yourself and you have to get over that. That's first step. You have to get over any, you know, self-doubting, any type of limiting beliefs because you're the only person that can make this decision. So before I continue, let me share my story of how a networking event changed the course of my career. So I was blogging for a few years on and off, and I never really took it seriously. I loved it. It was a hobby. And I still am very thankful for those early years because it's really what got me out of my depression and it made me feel creative again. It gave me more purpose in life. I got up, I was taking photos, I was writing, so I wasn't making any money, but I still felt really great about it. But I wasn't taking it seriously. Why? Because it was just a hobby, right? At what point does your hobby become a a serious endeavor is when you go to a conference, when you actually spend money on a coach. It's when you are investing into that hobby is when you have to take it seriously. Like there's a sudden shift in mindset. The moment you spend money, whether it's $500 or $1,000, you're start you're going to start taking it more seriously because now you see there's an investment in place and you need to do something about it. So for me, I am a huge proponent of investing into your hobby, whether it's a logo or an Etsy shop or like a paid membership to something um, you know, it's a blog layout, a template, or your first, you know, business coach or a summit or online course, whatever it is, invest money into it because that's what's going to change your mindset. That's what's going to turn your hobby, shift your mindset and turn that into something that now you have to take more seriously. So I spent $399, I believe, into my very first summit. 
Luckily, it was local, so it didn't cost me any extra um, besides gas money. I didn't have to pay for hotel. And I was about five or six months pregnant with my third child. I didn't know anybody. Like literally, I didn't know a single soul. I was so scared. I found out about this conference through another mom. So I had bought my tickets and she ended up not going at the last minute. So I was so scared. I called my, you know, friends, real life friends, not online friends. And I asked them to go with me because I didn't want to do this by myself. But unfortunately, none of them were available. So it was just me and my baby and my tummy. I was so nervous. Like I couldn't fall asleep the night before because, you know, it's like, it's like going to a new high school when you're, when you don't know anybody, when you're the new kid, especially when you're pregnant, you know, for me, I'm kind of shy. I'm introverted. I can't even drink a glass of champagne just to take the edge off and make me a little more relaxed. And, you know, it, it does do that for me sometimes in a social setting. And I had nothing and I was so, so scared. So when I went, you know, these summits, it's, you're meant to meet people, but most of the time, a lot of these women already have connections. So some are nice. And sometimes you're going to find these like women who come by themselves and, you know, you talk to them and like they, you could tell that they are also looking for friends, but oftentimes they have their people and you're just kind of like looking around the room to see who is awkward and alone, just like you. When I went, um, I didn't have a friend, but I just kind of focused on my workshop. Before I continue, Mom2O is a very amazing uh, networking event. It's an influential summit of moms, of brands, influencers, creatives, and leaders in the motherhood community just come together. You learn different things about motherhood and branding and YouTube and podcasts and blogging and writing a book and just pretty much anything you want to do, you can learn from here as a mom, you know, starting your own business or selling something, marketing, sales funnels, email listing, whatever it is, it's something that I highly recommend. So when I went, I didn't make a, I met a few people and till this day, I still keep in touch with them online. You know, they're very nice. I didn't find my core group of people, but what that really did for me, one was it made me feel brave. It made me feel like, you know what? I don't need anybody else but myself to do this. And I know not everyone can do that. I know it's harder for some than others, but you know what? You can do it too. Because, you know, if you feel completely alone in this, remember, tell yourself that your children are watching you and they're there for you, cheering you on. And I know you want to be the mother that makes your children proud, right? We all do. So you're not really alone, but when you go, you're going to feel brave. And two, you can really focus. I almost liked being by myself because I can really focus on every workshop. I was able to go to whatever workshop I chose. I was a newbie and I, and I went and I learned a lot. And I even won like a free diaper bag at the end of the um, summit, which was really cool. It's like my first time winning anything as a pregnant mom. It was really fun. And I got to meet some cool brands, but most importantly, it taught me the power of mothers in the social media online space. Until then, I didn't take myself seriously because yes, I have a master's degree that I wasn't using. Sure, I've had some jobs that I love, but I wasn't working anymore. And you know, at this point, like my self-confidence level was kind of low and I didn't really 
know that being a mom in itself was so empowering and such a powerful role. And when I went to the summit and was sitting in rooms after rooms full of moms, just passionate, smart, capable, independent moms, I thought, wow, I'm a part of something amazing here. The fact that I'm a mom is in itself like a very empowering role. Like I'm in a good place. And it also taught me how much the brands wanted moms because the truth is mothers are responsible for over 85% of the household spending. Can you believe that? And it's a statistic that's been around for a long time and people don't really like think about it because I don't know why. So once I learned about that, that's where like a light bulb went off and I said, okay, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take my blog more seriously. I'm going to take my role as a mom more seriously. Thus, the second chapter of Mommy Diary began. Until then, it was a hobby. It was a place of therapy and healing and creative expression for me. At that moment, I said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to turn this into a community of more mothers, and I'm going to turn this into a business. If I can get paid to do what I love, even better. Isn't that our ultimate goal? So after three days at Mom 2.0, I left with a few friends, but more importantly, I left with this new ignited passion. And I was still alone, but I was that much more serious about my hobby. And that's when I started taking my hobby more seriously. I came home, I started investing more into my business. I spent $500 into a new logo and a new blog design because I knew that the blog is a face of my business online, my Instagram page, I don't own it. Oh, and this is a a very obvious tip that I think a lot of us don't think about is don't put all your eggs in one basket. You have to diversify and you need to have your own platform, especially if you want to be a blogger or an influencer. You have to have your own website, whatever it is. Even if you have a business, make sure that you're not relying solely on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook or Pinterest as your brand. That's just an extension of your brand, but your blog should be, that's entirely yours. That's the only thing that is entirely yours. And you can tell by all the controversy surrounding TikTok that you just can't put all your eggs into one basket. So that's what it did for me. And from then on, I went to a few more conferences I think Mom 2.0 was still one of my favorites. The other ones I went, it wasn't that great. I got some takeaways, but I feel like it wasn't, I mean, I didn't get as much as I wanted to out of it. But again, I, every time I go, you always meet a new friend. You always find, you know, new moms in your network who are kind of doing what you're doing, just working hard, finding their passion, following their passion and hustling from home, you know, trying to turn a hobby into a business, like how beautiful and rewarding is that, that endeavor? And you get to find people who do this with you. So there's so much value in networking and, you know, you're going to find people that you just vibe with. It's not going to be all, you know, there were some people that, you know, you meet and, and you talk for a little bit. You may never see them or talk to them again. That's okay. That's just part of networking. But, you know, eventually you might find that one person that leaves a lasting impression and they could be your friend. The very first Mom 2.0 Summit I went to, I met a friend. She's not a mom, but she was a talented photographer. And I just was so inspired by her work. 
And this is when I was just starting to learn photography. So I actually paid $300 for a one-hour photography, a one-on-one photography session with her where she taught me some you know, basics of photography. That was like the only time I learned photography from a photographer. And that's all it took. $300 and off I went. And I just started, you know, learning through YouTube and different tutorials. So my photography improved. And you're just able to meet people. And like I always say, trust the universe and trust God that he will put the right people into your life. So don't worry so much. Don't overthink. It's something that I'm guilty of too, but I don't really do that anymore because now after letting go and seeing amazing things happen in my life so many times, now I'm used to this process. So now I'm like, okay, I don't know where I'm going, God, um, you know, whatever that God looks like to you. I say, yeah, I don't know where this is going to go to, but I trust the process. Like, take me to the next place. And you know what? It happens. You end up meeting amazing people. You end up, you know, meeting people who know people. You end up getting the perfect idea for your next project or finding that perfect name or, you know, one Facebook contact that can lead to, you know, another group, a Facebook group. Like, you never know. These are just examples. I don't know what's in store for you, but God knows and the universe knows. And just have faith that right around the corner, something amazing is there waiting for you. So I hope that you stay open to that possibility because really this universe is so full of possibilities, especially if you have the intention. The universe knows that you want to start something new and that you want to do something and that you're just waiting for that next step. Like say it. Write it down in your journal, pray about it, you know, visualize it, whatever method works for you, do it and keep getting yourself out there. Keep showing up to these networking events. And I know right now with COVID-19, things are different. You know, keep signing up for those virtual classes. If you have to spend money in a coaching call, like do it. If you feel pulled to do it, do it. Don't overthink. And my best advice for you is, you know, and I still, how do you know if this is it? Follow your intuition, right? Follow your intuition. Let your soul guide you. That's what my very first mom to o my first mom summit did for me without that three-day summit. I don't know how much longer it would have taken for me to take my job seriously. You know, can you imagine if I didn't go, then I might still be blogging as a hobby without a focus. And I'm pretty sure by now I would have burned out because I'm just tired of doing this for free every day. You know, another amazing thing about networking for women is that it teaches us the power and value of community of working together because We are truly greater and more powerful together. And it really takes a village and women were naturally very nurturing. Like we're all connected. We are very connective beings that we're not meant to live in isolation. That's when we are depressed and anxious is when we're disconnected from other people and from ourselves. When we begin to connect with people around us, one mom, you know, one network at a time, again, amazing things will begin to happen. And that can lead to your next project idea that can really just jumpstart your, you know, project that you've been working on that's been stagnant for six months. You never know. The universe is full of potential 
infinite possibilities, and that is what your next friend and your next network can do for you. It also gives us a place to feel empowered aside from our husbands and our children, and that's so important. You know, yeah, sure, we love being moms. I love being a mom, and frankly, like I enjoy being with my family most of the time. I never really. Feel you know the desire to run or to go somewhere alone because I really love being with them. But I love being with them because I have my space because I know how to feel empowered in my own bubble that I carved out for myself, which now is Mommy Diary, this place where I share stories with you guys, where I connect with you guys, and this is a place that's very sacred for me. My husband doesn't live here. My children are in my stories, but this is a place that is entirely created for me, for other moms, and that's what makes my time with my children even more enjoyable. So it gives us a really safe, nurturing place to exist, and to feel, and to share, and to be vulnerable, and to open, and to connect. And that is something that I want you guys to experience as well. And. People that you meet, they are your future colleagues and your mentors, your peers, your coworkers, even your employees or your employers. You know, these networking events or these summits are the perfect place to find that next person that you're gonna work with, that you might be inspired by, that you want to collaborate with. So, you know, again, you know, even if you don't know where it's gonna lead to, don't worry. The right thing, the right person is gonna come at the right time, and. That's what I've learned by networking, and now I am a lot more looser. I think with my money, not because you know I have all this money, but because I understand the joy that it brings me to connect with people. You know, now I you know pay people for coaching calls, or I've paid my friends for readings and for more targeted courses that I wanted to learn because I want to support other moms for their time and their service, and it's very important that we do that for each other. I don't expect things for free. Just like you shouldn't be giving away your time and your energy for free either. And this, that's not being selfish, or that's not being you know like full of ego. That's just knowing your self worth and your value. So you know, don't settle for anything less, and don't feel bad paying others for their time as well. And you know, take it one step at a time. If you're ever unsure if that's the right place. Ask yourself. Ask the question. Kind of close your eyes and think about it, and write down what thoughts come to you. You know, sometimes our minds, this logic that we have, can be the biggest roadblock to living out our soul purpose. Because you know, a lot of these amazing things happen according to not our own control, but according to God and the universe, our life path, and. That's what's happened, not only to me, but to a lot of, lot of people. You know, millions of people out there. I spent a ton of time reading about, you know, these amazing success stories, and almost always they all tell me that that they got to that place not only through hard work and time and perseverance, but by connecting with people, by opening themselves up for new opportunities. And by you know being thankful for people around them and showing gratitude to people who are around you and constantly seeking new people as well. You know, don't just 
limit yourself to your old friends from high school because most likely you've outgrown them in some ways. Old friends are good in some ways, but in other ways, old friends don't know who you are today. Like their past memories of you can hinder them from seeing your full potential today. So, you know, there's value in every, every relationship and every person. If they're meant to stay, they're going to stay. They're meant to go. They're going to go. So don't put too much, you know, focus and energy into worrying about how it's going to look. Just take that next opportunity. And right now is an amazing time to do so, even though a lot of these in-person summits and conferences are not available because of this. So many more opportunities virtually, right? So, you know, hop on to Facebook, ask around, you know, ask your Instagram friends, ask a friend via phone, you know, look around, whatever it is that you're searching for, pray about it. Ask the universe. The universe is always listening. The right opportunity will come to you and you will know that it's the right step if it feels right to you. Let it speak to you. Let it speak to your soul. So that's all I have for you today. I hope you got something out of today's episode. Thank you so much for being here and I'll talk to you again next week. You are my sunlight. Thanks so much for listening to Mommy Diary, the podcast. If you can relate to any of my stories, my hope is that you leave this episode feeling a little less alone and a lot more inspired. For more parenting and lifestyle stories, head over to my blog, mommy-diary.com or join me on Instagram at mommydiary. If you're loving this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and leave a five-star review. I love connecting with you, so send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear next. Talk to you next week.